Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, I'm Kirsty. And I'm Kelsey. And it's time to hate watch with us. Welcome to our variety show for sarcastic people who are back for a second week in a row. <laughs> Guys, we did it. Are you so proud of us? Please be proud of us. <laughs> you can, like, sort of get a sense of what our recording schedule is by the fact that this is still a topic of discussion by the time that you're listening to this. Aka, <laughs> <laughs> we don't give ourselves lead time. Nope, not once, not never. Nope, this is like the podcasting equivalent of listening to live radio. <laughs> God, we should never be live. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> So what we really came here to talk to you about today, <laughs> we decided to go back to our roots a little bit because we knew how yeah. much you missed us being on our bullshit. Mm-hmm. And we are watching a Hallmark film that, uh, did it pop up randomly on your DVR? Is that how we got cursed with this? Yes, we found it in the midst of watching another movie but i couldn't for the life of me tell you what it was now because those hallmark movies just go in one ear and out the other but yeah to give you a sense of how far delayed our intentions are versus our (laughs) end product (laughs) when i rewatched this movie last night because it had been so long (laughs) since i watched it the first time Uh all of the promos were for like the start of summer preview to summer Yeah, today was the first day of school in my area. Oh, no. School's not started here, but it will soon, I think. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming for us all. Mm-hmm. So, we're watching, because we should get there, a Hallmark... Yeah. Oh, yeah, let's get there. ...original film called Flip That Romance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really think it's it's the best of what our brand has to offer you. Yeah, this it's is like Hallmark truly movie. our shit. It's a summer made for TV movie. Mm-hmm. It's got some HGTV vibes. It's got a pseudo pun in the title. There's just mm-hmm. a lot of material here for us to work with. Yeah, I have two full pages of notes. Mm. I took none full pages of notes. Um, because it kind of felt like all of my brain cells were dying. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> feel... I this film. <laughs> I've now devoted four hours to this movie because I had to watch it twice. And it's too many. It's four hours I won't get back. Too many hours that you've spent <laughs> with this... With this property, if you will. Uh, I see what you did there. Look at that. Look at what I did. I have to send you this article about this movie, which there's a surprising amount of content on the internet about this movie, but I'm sending it to you, Kelsey, because um, the picture that they use at the beginning is like a very cursed Photoshop. Ooh, I'm clicking now. Like, what did they do to her whole face? Oh. What happened? I, I actually don't quite know. Like, all they had to do was take a still, and they clearly didn't do that. 
why why is her face like that something something happened something happened hallmark's been a yeah really abusing photoshop here it's cursed anyway flip that romance let's get into it let's get into it so flip that romance is a little rom-com about house flippers who each Mm -hmm. purchase one half of a duplex and renovate them. Mm-hmm. So it starts off where we meet Jules, who is a florist slash amateur house flipper. And she decides she's going to bid in an auction on this half of a duplex. And her budget is $127,000 for sure. a two bed, two bath, 1800 square foot home, which seems a little low. I don't know what the market's like in the Pacific Northwest, which they leave as vague as that, but <laughs> uh, seems seems pretty reasonable. And then she runs into her ex, Lance, which Lance, uh, at an auction, and he's bidding on the same house. So what we learn right off the bat is she follows a plan but he's a go-with-the-flow house flipper, and they just do not agree. Nope. Not compatible. That's really all you need to know about them. Uh, he's also an artsy woodworker on the side. Mm-hmm. And so basically, they get into a bidding war. She wins the house, and she ends up paying, I think, like 143000 Correct. Which is 16000 over budget. Right. For half of a duplex that she has never seen. Yeah. And she has this, like, little buddy, her little, like, business friend, mm-hmm. who is, like, running around nipping at her ankles, being like, I thought you were supposed to be responsible with your budget. <laughs> and she delivers my favorite line <laughs> in this movie, an empty house is a story waiting to happen. Yep. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. So, yeah. Once she gets into the house, they have like a secondary meet cute when Lance punches a hole through their shared wall. And that's when we find out that he owns the other half of the duplex already. Yep. Which is pretty wild. Like, in what world is a duplex being auctioned off as two separate units? Yeah, I have a thousand questions about that. <laughs> thousand questions about how they think real estate happens but sure sure i mean this is really a movie about stockholm syndrome but we'll get there later so uh there's also this side plot about the home and garden show Mm -hmm. that's occurring in their miscellaneous pacific northwest town and this home and garden show is like really stepping on the toes of Kate Middleton's Chelsea Flower Show. Yes. Like, big time. (laughs) Or it's, like, an HGTV convention. Or maybe even it's, like, a Cottage Life Network convention. Uh. I don't really know. It's one of the three. You know what's funny about it is that um, one of the hotels in my hometown, for as long as I can remember, has had a flower show. Like, a home garden flower show. Yeah, um, I think they're like, like a this. thing. They are. But they this, like travel. This the just seemed because they didn't do any table setting about like 
where they live or if it's a city or a town. (laughs) It just seems over the top for the perceived, like, average town that they may or may not be set in. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Unclear. (laughs) Really? She's also, did we already mention that she's, like, low-key a florist? Should we talk about that? Very briefly, but yeah, that's a whole thing. That's like the she other really cares tension. about flowers. She's like, it's not clear whether flipping or floristing is her day job. <laughs> yeah, we we don't really know. Her mom owns the florist shop. Yeah, so in one form or another, she's doing both. She's got two side hustles, and yeah, yeah. worth noting that as a plant person. She keeps a large potted tree plant on her kitchen island. <laughs> Which is a choice. What? A, like, a choice? Like, that's a working space, is it not? Well, not if you have a tree there, no. I guess. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I think really it says something about her as a person, which is this bitch orders takeout. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, good. Good on her. Good on her. Enjoy your tree. Enjoy your kitchen yes. tree. <laughs> So, from this point, there's a lot of, like, little romantical bickering and, like, talk about Lance deciding he's going to settle down in this town because he just can't find contractor jobs anywhere. Really hard to come by in Portland. Yep. So he had to settle down. No one in Portland needs a contractor. There's (laughs) no house flipping in the Portland market. Right. Absolutely none. Right. And then in the midst of this, the Home and Garden show, like, media person of some kind, like, some sort of personality, makes an official competition between the two of them to do the best flip, and whoever gets the best flip will be featured in the next issue of their equivalent HGTV magazine. Yes. And suddenly everyone cares. Yeah, like becomes the talk of the town or city <laughs> <laughs> unincorporated territory <laughs> right yeah so um then they just have like more hijinks and bonding time there's this whole thing about the floors being installed in the wrong houses and they're on this tight deadline now uh, there's this weird floral arranging demo that happens yes. at the Home and Garden show where yes. she needs a volunteer to teach floral arranging in like a 30 second clip. So like, cool, great segment about floral arranging. I learned a lot. And she says a lot of very pointed things about like height and texture and color while like making eyes at her man. Yeah. And it's it's a metaphor somehow for their relationship and also flipping houses. It's like just shy of a dick joke in there somewhere though. Yeah, somehow. Unclear how, <laughs> but definitely definitely score one for the dick count. Yeah. Yeah. Uh then there's some drama about a permit that like did, may or may not have been filed, so they get delayed even more. And Then there's a power outage bonding time because, sure, and inexplicably, they have 200 candles on a job site. Mm -hmm. 
so they have this romantical time during their power outage to eat takeout surrounded by candles. Uh, sure. Yep. Then there's drama over the exterior painters because they don't have time to paint. So then he sells his artsy woodwork. (laughs) He has like this one special bench he made one time, which is also a metaphor. Um, No, it's a crib swing, which everyone's really impressed about, but literally he cut one side off of a crib and did nothing else. Oh, no. (laughs) That's all it is. (laughs) And they're like, this is art. I'm like, really? Because I could also go to Target and buy a crib and take off one side and call it art. (laughs) It's the only thing he's ever put himself into, though, Kelsey, because he's not a guy who, like shares himself no but then like with his art he does and this bench was like character that was like his character you're right (laughs) so yeah so he sells his art bench swing whatever we call it to pay for painters but jules is like you didn't ask my permission before you hired painters how dare you help me with my project because they have drama because they flipped a house before we didn't mention that part yeah they they used to date and they flipped houses together (laughs) that's probably an important detail which (laughs) it's an important detail which remind me to circle back to because i have some feelings about a a bravo show okay um so they dated and flipped a house together and they were gonna have like a house flipping business but then he made some kind of decision without her and it like ruined the sale of the house and they went bankrupt let's talk about that decision (laughs) well i can't even remember what it was oh it's fresh in my memory he (laughs) wanted to make the master bedroom larger by eliminating closet space (laughs) and she thinks closet space was worth so much money that it would have made them more profit on their house right and so they lost money on the house, and so she broke up with him, and he moved to Oregon, where he could not find enough houses to flip. <laughs> Which is just a, a geographical detail I can't get over. No, like, cannot. And then, and so now here we are. So she, so she carries the trauma of their past <laughs> right. romance. Right. And so when he when he brings in painters on his own dime, which he's very clear about, she's like, but I'm over budget and you never talked to me before making big decisions. This is why we can't get married. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then she finds out that he sold his art wood. <laughs> <laughs> his art wood. That's what we're going with. Oh, no. And then she feels bad. (laughs) So her grand gesture is to help him stage his half of the house under the deadline. Because he also comes over to her house when the permit gets fucked up, and he does a bunch of shit to help her catch up. So then the inside of his house is, like, not at all done, and the TV crew shows up, and they're like, it's time! And he's like, I need an hour. And they're like, bitch, okay. Yeah. So then, yeah, she goes over and helps him stage 
literally a house that was not done being painted. Right. They get it painted and furnished in, like, an hour. And then they've got, like, shit in the bookshelves. It's like, come on now. Oh, yeah. Like, full detail. Like, rose petals. Yep. And the whole whole thing. So, then we go back to Home and Garden Flower Show, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And they do their big reveal of the two houses. And... Jules and Lance were matching outfits, which is a whole weird mm-hmm. choice. Uh, and they show both halves in a, like, weird video. I don't yep. even know what to call it. It's like a web episode of something. It's a YouTube, like, live yeah. kind of situation. Yeah. So they show her house, and it's just, like, the most basic Yes. Uh, They have a lot of words they both do to just, like, spew out about, like, aesthetics that don't actually mean anything, especially in relation to the actual designs that you see. Because she's like, I'm going for a modern farmhouse aesthetic with this She's literally got, like, a mural of roses on her fucking dining room. (laughs) (laughs) With, like... So there's this giant, like, eight-foot rose and poppy decal. Yeah. And then with, like, but she says she found. <laughs> sure. Do you just find wall decals? She's like, I uncovered this mural in this duplex. <laughs> and then right next to it on the wall by the sliding glass door, which has, like, southern wood shutters on it, because sure... There's, like, yeah. a tapestry, like, a wool tapestry with fringe and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Then, in his half, he goes for a an industrial design with personal touches or something like that. His kitchen was horrifying. Horrifying. Yeah. He uses the word patina. (laughs) Yeah, he puts, like, these patina panels. He, like, he first, like, distresses the wood and then paints it green. And then he, like, makes these patina panels. The whole thing? I thought the panels... I'm looking at a picture. It looks like the panels are just, like, on the front of the doors. Uh, He said something about copper cabinets. I don't fucking know. Well, the whole thing is horrifying. It's horrifying. It's a galley kitchen in a duplex. Like, get out of here. Yeah, and the real distinction here is, like, one is a bachelor pad and one is, like, a girly feminine, like, duplex. Like, they, none of them, like, there's no other distinction besides, like, a man lives here. Look at those sheets. It's heterosexuality, heteronormativity in one duplex. Yes, thank you. Yeah. 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 Just in case you were confused about who made which. This is what, this is what lady houses look like. This is what man houses look like. Yeah. So then they tally the votes, and by a margin of nine votes, only nine, Jules wins, and they say that her total was 16,408 votes. That's a lot of votes. So that means they got around 32,000 votes over the course of, like, four hours. And I just want to, like, 
poke a hole in that because I feel like I have some comparable metrics to work with in this space, and 32,000 votes is unlikely. (laughs) That's like Eurovision numbers. That's like, no, there's no way. And there's no prize (laughs) to the people who vote. It's not like you're voting for, like, the HGTV dream house. Like, no. 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 But it is a good reminder to register to vote and know your election days, both local and national. Because democracy matters. Nine (laughs) votes. Thank you for that PSA. Is how this woman won her lady pad competition. Imagine what (laughs) you can do for this country. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah. So my only other question is if they were taking votes in person as well as online like are we assuming no one online gives a fuck are we supposed to assume that this undisclosed location has enough of a population that 30,000 people would show up to the polls which I would like to note we're in poll booths with like curtains (laughs) (laughs) because it's a metaphor I just have a thousand questions. This country. (laughs) It's buck wild. It's buck wild. Buck wild. This one home and garden show had 30,000 people at it for sure. For sure that's what happened. Right. Um, I wanted to gripe that they didn't include the bathrooms in the house reveal, so nothing matters because don't trust the house unless you can see the bathroom. I didn't even notice. Oh, I noticed. I was so fucking offended by his kitchen. (laughs) Yeah, it was not good. Just not good. The other thing, um, when they decide to get back together, is that she also decides that he needs to put more of his art in his flips, because that'll help him sell better, because it's, like, his heart and soul. Yeah. Yeah. That's his personal touches. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. So then, it all ends with... Um, them standing outside of their duplex with two sold signs on the lawn. And they're talking about their next flip. And then we get into the Stockholm Syndrome part. Oh boy. <laughs> We're like, I'm, the last line of the movie is him saying he let her win the auction because he, quote, wanted her nearby. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm uncomfortable. Yuck. Can you imagine, like, like, let's just pretend this is a scenario that happens to a person. Yeah. You get into, like, this heated real estate competition where, like, money is on the line. Like, your actual investment is mm-hmm. on the line here. And then you, like, win this professional accomplishment. Let's pretend it's legitimate. And then... You fall back in love with your soulmate, and you guys are making out in front of your house, and he's like, oh yeah, I let you win, because I'm a fucking creep. I feel like it took this movie from, like, innocent to creepy and gross in one little flip. Yes. Get it? (laughs) Well, yeah, because until then, he... (laughs) It took me way too long. (laughs) Until then, he was like... More or less, like, um, wow, 
I just lost all the words and all I can think of is chauvinist. And I mean the opposite of that. <laughs> chivalrous. Chivalrous yeah. is the one I was trying for. That's the um, one. That's the one. Those are not the same. Nope. But, you know, he, like, he sacrificed a bunch to help her, like, get her house done and mm-hmm. whatever. He was, like, this very caring guy and he was doing it because he genuinely cared about her success. But then it's like, nah, man. I just wanted to lock you down. Oh, it's so gross and so unnecessary. Like, Hallmark, what lessons are you trying to teach us? Well, it's so unnecessary because it's not like they then move into the duplex. Like, they sold the duplex. Right. Well, whose side would they move into, even? (laughs) (laughs) They just make a little passageway through the hole he punched in the wall. Oh, wouldn't that be so cute? And then it's like a man cave, lady cave situation, except with the whole house. Oh, no. <laughs> I, no. Oh, no. Some next level hetero bullshit. Oh, gross. <laughs> um, yeah. So this was a movie, huh? This was a movie. Here's what I'll say. Don't watch a Hallmark movie. <laughs> Just don't? <laughs> Just, you know, because I was going to say, like, it, you could watch it. It's it's wild. It's so stupid. But then it's also like, just, why are, don't do it. It's so good. Don't do it. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the roller coaster of emotion I feel every time I finish a Hallmark movie. <laughs> I mean, that's correct. That's a hundred percent correct. I can't even justify. Right? It's it. like this was yeah. this was just awful. I'm so glad I watched it. What a dumpster fire! Dear God above, like the world is ending. We're hurtling towards a climate apocalypse, and I just spent two hours of my life watching this fucking movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure did. Sure did. Also, it's great. It's great. <laughs> Yeah. The thing I noticed, and I I need to now, like, when we watch more Hallmark, I need to be on the lookout for it, because I don't know if it's, like, a Hallmark thing, or a movie thing, or neither, but it seemed like, once I started to pick up on it, like, they seem to open after a commercial break with a problem, and... They solve the problem in that, like, 20-minute segment, and then they go to commercial. Uh, and I have, like, a thousand questions about if that's intentional or not. Or, like, sometimes I'm they'll sh- stop on a cliffhanger. But it's, like, so structured by those commercial breaks that I feel like yep. it's written that way. It's gotta be. It's really wild. That would explain how they do it. It would explain a lot. It's smart. For a TV audience, because you're like, you don't know when people are turning it on, but they can at least latch on to, like, a ten-minute segment of something. Right. So, I don't know, like, how driven by algorithm Hallmark is at this point, but... <laughs> I would say, like, 90%. Yeah. It would be interesting to know, like, what kind of toolkit they give any of their creative teams before the packages start rolling in. Mm-hmm. Like, it's got to be pretty prescribed, right? I would think so. Yeah. I don't think they're, like, shooting a lot of extra material that they have to cut. No. 
I think they kind of know what they're doing from the get-go. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you, who is Twerk and who is Christina in this situation? Oh, it's a direct analogy. Mm, He's Twerk. Okay. She's Christina, 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a total Twerk. <laughs> <laughs> is this like flip or flop fanfic, basically? <laughs> yes, it is. It's 100% that. Maybe this is, like, phase two of their relationship where, like, they got divorced and then she went on and, like, got remarried and had her show Christina on the Coast and all that shit. And then they'll come back together with one of the flips in their later seasons. Wow, wouldn't that be wild? That would be fucking wild. I kind of wish someone had said high-end finishes, though, at least once. No one said anything about the finishes. No. And they had a chance because they had a whole subplot about flooring. And she picked out knobs for the cabinets. Yeah. God. What a missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. So there's a Bravo show Uh that I have been getting absolutely nonstop promotions for because I watch Below Deck Mediterranean via On Demand on the Xfinity app. Which means that, like, they just give me, like, two ads. And I have watched a lot of Below Deck in a very short amount of time. (laughs) Yes. So, um, but I keep getting this ad for the show called Flipping X's, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the plot of this movie. It's a team of X's that have a house flipping business together. And the primary tension is that they used to date, so he makes, like disparaging slut-shaming comments about her wearing high heels on the job site and needing to put more clothes on before the contractors get there. And she makes comments about how he takes down the wall that she wanted, and then they awkwardly make jokes about the fact that they broke up one time. Ooh. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Also, a lot of heteronormativity. I think HGTV had a couple of, like, exes still working together house shows, too. You know, they went through a phase, I want to say around, like, 2010 to 2013, where Mm -hmm. they were doing a lot of these, like, reality slash house shows. And I remember this one, it didn't even make it a full season. I think it got canned, like, partway through the first season. But it was about this woman who was a contractor, and she had a house-flipping business, I think with her ex-husband, and also potentially her boyfriend-slash-current husband. So there was, like, a love triangle situation And the format, as with many of the other shows like it at the time, was that it was, like, every episode, the A plot was the house that they were working on, and the B plot was, like, something about their personal life. Oh, no. Yeah. And from what I vaguely remember, the ex-husband was, like, a tiny bit of a deadbeat, but, like, a good contractor, and so that's why they, like, stayed in business together. Gotcha. But also why they got divorced. Yikes. Yeah. If anyone remembers that show, hit me up. I'm surprised I don't remember it, to be honest. I can't. It was, like, around the time that, um, what's that house-flipping show with, like, the really petite blonde woman? I want to say her name is, like, Nicole or something. She lives in the Midwest. 
Uh, she really likes black and white floor tile. She's really know. small. She kind of looks like Reese Witherspoon, but she's a contractor. I think I know what you're talking about. She's like she does two, it like by herself, two or three right? kids. Yeah, be by, by yeah. herself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't remember, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, anyway, it was around the time her show came on. Yeah. They had a bunch of these other shows that were, like, a similar, like, personality-driven, half-reality kind yeah. of format. And her her franchise was the only one that took off. She got a couple shows later. Yeah. I know they went through when they were trying to replace... Christina and Twerk, they went through, like, an identity crisis where they had, like, 17 different f- flip-or-flop Yeah, they had, like, like a flip-or-flop Chicago. Yeah, and at least one of those was a divorced couple that were still working together. Yeah. Typically, they were married couples, though, right? Yes. There were, like, three of them. Yeah. I don't know if any of them are still on or if that got canned real quick. Yeah, I can't imagine, because, like... The point isn't, like, we just really like watching married people work together. Yeah. I mean, I don't even care that much about a house-flipping show. Yeah. Like, that's not necessarily the narrative I'm into. No. I really only care about the last five minutes of a house-flipping show when they show you the budget. <laughs> Spoken like a true whynapper. <laughs> I really want that ROI, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I only care about the big reveal forever and always, so, like, it takes so long to get there versus I can creep on three people's houses and house hunters in that time. Right. Right. So. Yeah. I just want that you know, final screen where they, like, fair. do the quick flip of all of the pictures from the reveal while yeah. they tally up yeah. what was spent and what they sold it for. Right. Because then I can be like, oh, man, can't believe you took a $2,000 hit on that dump. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta be willing to bend. <laughs> you gotta be willing to bend. That was, like, real obnoxious. Yep. The primary tension for Jules and her personal growth was that she needs to be willing to bend. Yeah. For Ben? What was the man's name? Lance? Lance, sure. That's um, not a name you, like, prim- forget. <laughs> ben. I... I don't know. He looks like a Ben. <laughs> yeah, he looks like anything but a Lance, but here we are. Here we are. Um. Anyway, his primary tension was that, like, he needed to open up more. Right. Thus the art wood. The art wood. <laughs> the art wood. But she needed to bend, because she's yeah. too rigid. It would have been way better if he'd been, like, a wood steam bender. <laughs> like that one guy on Grand Designs. Like, that uh-huh. would have been a good, good element to bring in there. They should hire me. They should hire you. <laughs> I was gonna say that in a way, it's like she is his art piece because she is like rigid, like wood, and he works wood. Ew. And he made art with their love. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> yikes Hallmark just is the most yeah speaking of wood um, oh boy (laughs) can we talk about his like wood shop slash house yes 
<laughs> like weird warehouse mansion where he has like 45 weird benches. Yeah, because they only show you this one area of this miscellaneous shed mansion home. And <laughs> you see there's like table saws mm-hmm. and like a full wood shop. And then there's like a dining table and a mm-hmm. staircase and a living room with a fireplace. And like, that's the only home base that they show for him, but it's really unclear, like, whether it's his home or not, but also who is, like, chopping wood in the same room that they're also preparing food. (laughs) Because it makes a lot of dust. (laughs) It sure does. Like, I have a lot of questions about what was happening there. Something, something, something. I don't even have a good follow-up. They showed this scene in there where they were sitting and having a chat. Mm -hmm. And they were in the living room area. And he has this, like, wood stove fireplace. Yep. And they had these two chairs that were literally, like, pushed up against it, facing, like, out from it. So they weren't looking at it. As close as they could get to it. I'm like, I think this is a fire hazard? Huge fire hazard. Like, the slipcover on those chairs is, like, 10,000% polyester. They're lucky they didn't, like, melt on the spot. Also, he he used his wood stove to make the tea. Like, there's a kettle on the top of the wood stove. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Like, nothing about this is practical or makes it look like a lived space, but I'm really glad you fit it all in the frame, Hallmark. Yeah. Yep. Like, good on you. Good on you. (laughs) I think the bottom line is that you really learned something about him as a character from his (laughs) environment. Specifically that his khakis very precisely match the slipcovers on his armchair. Wow. Yeah. That's a note. Yeah. With his little Henley with two buttons undone. Oh my god. This is a heterosexual male. He had a real, like, country singer pop star vibe. They were going for something, and I'm not sure they achieved it. I had another question written down for you, Kirsty. Mm-hmm. Which was, would Lance own an L.L. Bean barn code? <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. He would probably own, like, some Patagonia. Yeah, he's definitely a Patagonia guy. He's like a, a vest, guy. a puffy vest. Mm, he is a vest guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like a vest in a cable knit sweater when it's negative 20 out, and you're like, my dude, who are you kidding? Yes. A thousand percent. She also was like painting in J. Crew outfits, and I'm like, girl, you've got to get some painting clothes. Oh, yeah, the whole, her whole wardrobe, the whole time, like, she's, like, installing flooring wearing high-heeled booties and a blazer. Right. Not even people on HGTV do that. No, they at least have, like... But she's not doing any real work. Even, no, even she has, like, a special set of Athleta that only gets worn on the job site. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no. That is true. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, she has a special pair of Lululemons (laughs) that only come out on the job site. Uh Uh-huh. 
Yeah, I mean, she Jules was still new at this job, so maybe she didn't know. There were lots of studies in impractical footwear, even though it's not winter. There there certainly were, but also, like, not a lot of scarf wearing, so we couldn't properly judge that. No, but it's also not clear what season it was trying to be. (laughs) We didn't know where we were, or when it was. (laughs) Or why. Truly evergreen content. (laughs) I feel like the algorithm falls apart when Christmas isn't involved. It does, and that's, like, kind of what makes it so delightful. Is this, this isn't our first off-season, is it? No, we watched an autumn one. The first Vermont one I think we ever watched was an okay. off not Christmas one. Sure. I think, like, you needed to be centered around Christmas to keep you from asking questions. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of you convenience know? in Christmas. <laughs> For sure. Because then you don't have to worry about setting, because, like, it's Christmas, so you're somewhere with winter. Yeah. And... The reasons for things don't matter because Christmas magic. It's fine. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. But then as soon as it's, like, not about Christmas, then, like, they have to think of things it is about. Yeah. And they're just not really ready for that level of commitment. They're not. They're not at all. No. And yet they're, like, out here producing content. I do think, like, there's definitely some sort of algorithm that's putting these, like, different pieces of culture together like they're gonna hit like one to two dog movies per season and they're gonna do like one hgtv themed movie per season like i'd love to categorize all of their movies and try and decode their system man if we were still academics i would totally write that book with you right (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that would be really good. Because there's they have a ton of data, and you know that they do a ton of focus grouping, mm-hmm. but they are also churning out an obscene amount of content every year on a very quick schedule. Yeah. Um, like, they're only, they only produce their movies, like, six or seven months in advance. Right. So they've got to have some kind of template that they're working off of. Like, they're not asking for, like, wholesale original ideas. For sure. Right. I also noticed that because it's not a Christmas movie, they had three kisses in this movie. They what? They had three kisses in this movie. Three kitchens? Kisses. Kisses. That makes way more <laughs> sense. <laughs> there were probably three kitchens, too, though. Like, why does Christmas mean that there's only one kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. That old Christmas tradition of only using one one kitchen. <laughs> oh no. Yes, there were kisses. They're allowed to kiss in the off season. Apparently. It's news to me. I guess. They were not good kisses though. This is not like the time Kelsey wanted Hallmark to have sex. <laughs> I always want that. <laughs> That's not what this was delivering on. <laughs> I told you that I got outed at work for liking <laughs> books that were inappropriate, right? You did. Kelsey and her mm. secret love of smut. <laughs> it's not a secret on this podcast. No, it's true. <laughs> you guys know the true us. 
It's, yeah. And yet you shame me for being seven books into Outlander, which by book five is just smut on mountains. I'm not shaming you for the smut. If it was all smut, I would be here for it. What I'm shaming you for is all the, like, 37 chapters in between every sex scene that's like, the sky is blue today. Did they tell you it's blue? Hey, the color of the sky is blue. (laughs) I'm just saying there are times when the level of detail is appreciated. No, always. I just want, like, the cut of the books that's just that, though. Like... (laughs) I want the porn version. <laughs> oh my god. It's not, not worth it to wrong. me to read all the rest of it. <laughs> You're not even wrong. <laughs> what a shocking confession. <laughs> we got here but (laughs) how didn't we yeah i know oh my god i just found an interview with the actor from this movie that's written in comic sans (laughs) yes it's it's published in green comic sans which is i think quite literally (laughs) the opposite of the shortcut of outlander that's just the porn (laughs) Put those two things on a spectrum. You've got the opposing sides. Wow. Oh, no. I'm also looking at this other review that you sent me that's just... It's like a Tumblr, but a review. Yes. And so I far I got it. to the point where she said that the ex- previous experience flipping a house was should be named the Voldemort house. Yes. And I don't, I can't, oh, oh no. The whole thing is great. (laughs) It's just so genuine. They describe the duplex battle as an eight-week bloodbath of backsplash, shiplap, laminate wood, damn it, the words, shiplap, (laughs) laminate, hardwood, flooring, cabinets, and florally florals. Oh, man. Which I think is fair. Yeah. You know, something we didn't talk about, but we probably should at least note it, was, like, my favorite thing both times I watched this movie was watching her realtor friend try and walk in whatever shoes she was put in because she could not do it. Nope. Sure. (laughs) There's a scene where they have to walk down a few steps and walk across the path and walk up a few (laughs) steps and you literally see her, like, holding her fake coffee and watching the ground like, oh, no. She, like, sidles. She, like, has to sidestep. She's like, oh, God, here it comes. It's so funny. (laughs) Relatable. So, yeah. um, This is a movie you may or may not be able to find on Hallmark if you're interested in pursuing it further. Yeah. I think if you like HGTV, then you might as well just watch this. Yeah, this is a whole, just a whole deal. Oh my god, she's wearing a floral button-up that in this shot looks like bloodstains. <laughs> that would have taken a real turn, huh? It sure would have. <laughs> I mean, you never know what happens when you get trapped into buying a house. It was the night <laughs> before the, the painting debacle, so, you know, 
Mm. Like foreshadowing, but with her fashion. Do you see? She also wore the same, like, cut of a coat in, like, almost every scene. They had these, like, it was, sometimes it was a coat, sometimes it was, like, a blazer, but it had, like, a flat collar that was, like, extra large uh, in the front. I don't even know how you describe it. Yeah, if if y'all look at any of the stills from this movie, you'll recognize it immediately, because it was trendy for, like, three years straight. Yeah, and that's literally the only costuming they put her in. <laughs> yep. They had it in, like, seven different colors, though. Yeah, yeah. It was a choice. Can you imagine having to answer interview questions about a movie like this? No! Oh my god. This is at the end of the interview, and it says, In the vast sea of Hallmark leading men, Tyler is one who distinguishes himself like no other. He is a true original with a heart of gold, and the fact that he continues to interact with the fans on such an authentic level is a testament to who he is as a person and a professional. Oh no. Whenever he and I chat, whether online or on the phone, he always makes me feel pretty special and takes an interest in everything I'm doing. I have a lot of questions about, like, the fandom of Hallmark. Mm-hmm. And, like, what that demographic is like to deal with. You know what it makes me think? What? It makes me think we could land an interview with these folks. I think we could, but I don't think they'd appreciate the mocking tone that we would have. <laughs> Can you imagine trying to wrangle us during an interview? Like, I think we'd literally need a handler. Yeah. Like, these poor actors who are, like, just trying to make a quick buck off Hallmark and then have to, like, take an interview with someone who's publishing the interview in Comic Sans. <laughs> Not ironically. Like, Can that's... you imagine? Their blog is called My Devotional Thoughts. <laughs> Yes, .net. Like, oh, no. He also is for sure wearing jeans that are, like, those, um, like, yoga pants that are supposed to look like office pants. Yes, yes, I'm now familiar with those. (laughs) (laughs) That's for sure what he was wearing. Wild. Wild, wild. It's insane. What is happening over at Hallmark? But, like, at the same time... I think, like, Hallmark is doing really good for a bunch of people who are just middling (laughs) actors looking for a steady paycheck, man. Like, Yeah, that's true. Like, people who want to act as a day job. Here you go. You want some job security? Like, get in good with Hallmark and they'll hire you, like, every season. Yep. I don't know. It doesn't seem like the worst idea. Like, you don't have to worry about having to do things you don't want to do because they're clean, clean, clean. So, like, it doesn't matter. (laughs) I don't know. Like, (laughs) there's no risk. I think in terms of, like, steady acting, it would definitely be better than, like, a soap opera. Yeah. Yeah. The worst that happens is you get pegged as, like, a Christian actor. (laughs) It's like being in a Christian band. (laughs) It's like... (laughs) not great but also like the moms won't mind i guess i don't know yeah it's fine i just yeah wow what a time what a time wait i'm reading what you just sent me 
Oh my god, yes. Um, I found the official Crown Media press release for this film, and I mean, all of it is a, a hot mess, but the final paragraph is just a study in why you don't let your low-level employees write your press releases. Oh. <laughs> With only one of their designs able to win the magazine spread, it could be that not only their duplex got <laughs> renovated for the better, but also their romance got flipped as well. <laughs> wow, that's a whole sentence right there, huh? With only one of their designs able to win the magazine spread, it could be that not only their duplex got renovated for the better, but also their romance got flipped as well. God. I just wanted you to hear all the parts of that sentence. There's so many parts. <laughs> Also, at one point in the paragraph, Jules walks off angrily. <laughs> that seems like the right tone to use in a press release. It's just like, why is... Who let you do this, Hallmark? Who let you? Who let you? Who who did this to you? <laughs> Yikes. So anyway. Yikes. Yeah. That's that. That's flip that romance. We're gonna shut the door on this chapter <laughs> yeah that was the movie and if you have thoughts about romances that could get flipped <laughs> um you can find us on twitter at hate watch with us or you can find our website hatewatchwithus.com or you can email us hatewatchthis at gmail.com i'm gonna throw out my idea now do it I think the next Lifetime Harry and Meghan movie should be about the flip of their home at Frogmore. Oh, that's a good idea. It's a great idea. Yeah, because they jumped the gun a little bit with the kid thing. Yeah. Hey, Lifetime, call me. So they should get me. a house flipping. Call me. <laughs> yeah. New head writer right here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Don't sleep on this one, folks. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to listen to some content that has nothing to do with house flipping, probably, you can check out shows <laughs> on the Thought Bubble Audio Network, of which we are a part. They are located at Thought Bubble FM on Twitter, thoughtbubbleaudio.com, and wherever you are listening to this podcast. If you search that, you'll see all the other ones. There's shows like Beer with Geeks and Academy Rewind, Supergirl TV Talk, and Loud Women, so check out all of those shows. And uh, rate and review us. Yes, please. Do it. We've got I would seven. expect we get at least 16,408 reviews. <laughs> if we get fewer reviews, then Jules got votes for her dumb... <laughs> floral duplex then i guess we gotta quit the podcast yeah that's what it means yep. that's what that means <laughs> all right so show your support <laughs> yeah <laughs> and we'll see you next time bye bye you i was about to have such a snappy transition but you were about to do a professional transition I mean, <laughs> pick your poison. <laughs>